Welcome in, everybody, to a podcast edition of Tea to Green. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, as we broadcast remotely here, as uh, we record this on a Monday night. And it was a busy Monday in terms of golf news. So we thought we would not only uh, jump on board and record something for you, but uh, get it out so that you could didn't have to wait up until Saturday uh, on our normal Tea to Green show. So uh, we're here, Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, and PJ Pro Jeff Metis on our Tea to Green podcast. And the news of the day, I guess I would label as positive. Uh, today, the PGA Tour coming out with a kind of a revamped schedule. Three of the four majors have a new spot on the calendar, and uh, the Masters, the PGA, and the U.S. Open do, and uh, the Open Championship themselves deciding to just cancel on the 2020 season. So uh, we'll start with Kevin. Uh, overall, Kevin, for, uh, for all of us sports nuts, we've been looking for something to look forward to, and we know that it's not, this is not 100% guarantee, but overall it's exciting to know that maybe there's going to be some golf in our future here uh, a few months from now. Yeah, thank you for saying positive news. You know, if you just uh, – uh, what the hell, I'll throw him under the bus. If you just follow writers, you know, on Twitter, um, you know, the negative lot, like, oh, like it's ever going to be played this year. Like, why Why they're even bothering? We had some people text me, uh, some friends saying, why are they bothering to put out a schedule? I'm like, because it's called optimism. It's called hope. Um, you've got a plan for the good times here. You've got a plan – for things to turn around here. Uh, you know, what happens in three weeks from now if they say, hey, you know what? We found a cure for this thing. We can vaccinate people. Like, you don't know. You got you to plan for this stuff here. And so um, I, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it, it sets a goal for players, media, fans, like, hey, we can get back to something. Give us something to look forward to. And you know what? If for some reason uh, things don't progress and we've got to change course, then they'll change course. Uh, but this is great. I, I think it's uh, great that they have a goal, um, you know, with the majors. Everybody's wondering about the majors. Masters in November, that's going to be interesting uh, to see it play there. I'm sure the course is going to look fabulous uh, in November. Temperatures uh, might be a little cooler uh, in Georgia. Um, you've got the U.S. Open still to be played. The uh, PGA is going to go first in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Then you've got the uh, U.S. Open, then the Ryder Cup. Uh, it should make for an amazing fall. PJ Tour has not announced about any other tournaments, uh, about Memorial, about Canadian Open, or even the Charles Schwab Challenge. Uh, so those things are still up in the air. But I just say I, I, I'm with you. I like this is positive news, gives golfers, gives golf fans something to look forward to, Jeff. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you're right. Uh, it's It's about – about planning. It's about preparation. And I do think, I don't think they'd be scheduling if, if there wasn't a light at the end of the tunnel, like you said. So I think, you know, I think they must be talking to experts and people are thinking, well, the end of the curve is coming. So now we'll have some time to prepare. And I think they gave themselves a little cushion there by when they're starting it, as opposed to starting, you know, in August or whatever. Um, they're just going to, they're just going to get started when they should have a cushion. They can get everything planned. They can get everybody together. And to me, it seems like a light at the end of the at the end of the tunnel. It, it does seem like very good news, and I do think it, it gives them plenty of time to plan and prepare. And obviously, you know, we're talking here. This is this is our first full week of April, and the the group that was announced today, the PGA being the first of the majors to be rescheduled uh, for August sixth through the ninth. I mean, we're still talking. That's quite a many months away. It's not like it's happening next week or anything like that. And the plan, at least for the PGA Tour, is to possibly begin play 
in the middle of June, which is still over two months away uh, from now. So a lot can happen. And we know that uh, even if you've you know, watched what Governor Cuomo says every day here about what's going on in New York, uh, it's trending nicely for the past few days, but we know it could also go in the wrong direction and then we might have to revamp. Uh, but it's hopeful that maybe there is something long-term to happen here. And you know, as, as we think about this calendar, getting three of the four majors in in totally different times in a, a unique spot on the calendar, uh, I think will be, will be something really exciting to look forward to. Uh, obviously, the one casualty, at least at the moment, that has decided not to reschedule is the Open Championship. That was held, uh, is supposed to be held in mid-July, and they decided to go ahead and cancel that. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to reschedule at all. The Ryder Cup at the end of September is actually going to stay where it's at, September 25th through 27th. So you'll have the PGA Championship in August, uh, then some other events, including the, uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs, then to the U.S. Open, then the next week right to the Ryder Cup, and then October essentially probably with some other PGA Tour events, I'm guessing, what they can get in, and then uh, November 12th through 15th is the Masters. So uh, Kevin will never see an order like this again. Uh, we'll never see probably golf at Augusta played in November, so that'll give us a whole new look. Uh, if the U.S. Open is able to be played in Wingfoot, in Westchester, in September, where health officials will say it's healthy and are uh, allowable enough to have fans there with what New York City and that area is going through right now, if they're able to come and maybe attend this event, I know, you know this is all hopeful thinking, but boy, what a fun uh, party that could be and great atmosphere that could be there to have the Open there in the New York area. Oh, it, it'll be fantastic um, just to get, get back playing. Uh, will be fantastic. Think about this, by the way. The Masters will be back-to-back -back majors, right? The Masters November, and then you go back to April uh, the following year. Um, yeah, assuming that they go back. I assume they go back to everything uh, with that. Um, th that's going to be great. Uh, I, I, by the way, I uh, recorded an interview today with Ryan Armour, PGA Tour player, uh, and a PGA Tour winner, and he and I spoke for uh, – well, the interview's going to uh, – you'll hear it on Saturday on our show. But we were talking about this, about restarting. And it's not as if they could just say, hey, uh, things are great, next week we can go there. Remember, the PGA Tour is a – it's a world-inclusive tour. So you have players from all over the world. There are some players who are out of the country right now. And remember this, if you come back into this country, you got to be quarantined for 14 days if they're even allowed to come into the country, right? So, um, and, and, you know, he even spoke about, you know, it wouldn't be fair to start up when there are players out of the country um, uh, unable to come back in and compete. And I think that's one of the things that uh, they're looking at with the schedule. Do When can we have enough time uh, to get the players back in the United States, those to self-quarantine, if need be, for the 14 days um, in order to compete in the PGA Tour. Yeah, there's there's so many logistics, about, and I think you nailed it the first time around, is that it is about planning, and these guys, they're going to be preparing all summer trying to get back. Uh, I, I just, you know, a couple weeks starting, I'm, I'm confused at how it's all going to happen. I'm optimistic. I'm super optimistic that they even put this down on paper. Um, and I hope it just goes as smoothly as possible. I don't understand um, the logistics of how they're going to do it yet because I haven't seen it everything. So I, I don't have a good answer for this right now. I'm struggling a little bit with this thought. 
And um, I'm just excited to see that they're going to be playing again real, real soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, Brian, I yeah, yeah, I was going to say this about the Open Championship. Um, I saw two different reports that Wimbledon and the Open Championship, um, they bought – insurance like most events have you know catastrophe insurance right tornado flood whatever right you have insurance on things um they bought pandemic insurance and so really? yeah yeah that's that that's oh. i saw two reports in that that they had pandemic insurance which you know must cost more um but so they can collect on some you know collect on the policy i guess if they have to cancel because of the pandemic uh, you know, instead of instead of postponing where you wouldn't be able to collect. Yeah, and and, and there must be you know may, you know there there must be I don't you know I'm listen I'm just spitballing here right I'm just speculating, uh, but going by like an event insurance policy that I've held in the past for the duster, um, just reading some of the things in there, uh, we don't have pandemic insurance for the duster by the way. Um, <laughs> get it <laughs> too, Is it too late, too late to get start, it now. Yeah, I want to start I, selling that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm just, uh, yeah, we're on hold of that, frankly. Yeah. Um, but uh, my guess is there's a certain amount of time, and because it's deemed a pandemic now, if they waited and things were clear and they weren't able to, you know, you know, what I'm saying they weren't able to have fans, you know, they, they count on those fans coming in, I think, to pay out the purse. Uh, and the money, so uh, you know, to operate things. So yeah, maybe, maybe that had a bigger part to do with it. But you also remember the Open Championship is Europe's championship, right? I mean, that's the that you know that is a big thing there. And you know, things in Europe, um, they're having a tough time of it in Italy, in Spain, um, France. So you know, in the qualifying for the Open, I think maybe that was also a concern. Absolutely. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Meadis here on our Tee to Green podcast. Uh, we're recording this on the first full week of April. And that, of course, normally is the week that feels like maybe the best week of golf uh, in the world, which is Masters Week. Uh, yesterday morning, as I woke up, I just randomly turned on the TV lying in my bed and flicked on Golf Channel, and guess what was playing? The thing that we always love so much every the Sunday before the Masters. It was last year's drive, chip, and putt finals. And just called Jack in, my son. We watched probably for at least an hour or so. You know, we didn't remember, of course, how it played out last year, so it was kind of like it was live anyway. Uh, but to see uh, uh, Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson and Adam Scott and some of the other players that were there, um, it just – it brought one of those great feel-good moments Jeff I know when you get a chance to work with youth I mean you always say that's that's one of the best part if not the best part of being a PGA pro uh, it's too bad that this year's drive chip and putt won't go forward uh, for obvious reasons but uh, you know seeing that in the beginning of master's week like it was supposed to be this week yeah and it's it's too bad the women's amateur isn't going to be played also that's right um, that would have been the Saturday yes you know, you know because ago. it became it became such a, 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 a series of events that brought us into spring, and they were all – each one was great. The drive, chip, and putt, the women's amateur, what a cool thing for the women to compete in now. And, you know, they got to qualify and look forward to that. And all those kids, their hearts are going to get broken because – and the dads and the moms that were going to go with those kids and get to go down to the Masters. Uh, but still, that they're, they're going to try to schedule it in November. We're living in strange times that the Masters will be played in November. Now, I know they're not open during the summer, so, you know, it's a, it's a good – 
time for their turf near agronomy to be open in November. So that's probably part of the decision, um, especially being down there in Georgia where it's hot. But um, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be competing against football, hockey. And will baseball still be going at that point? Who knows? You know, all the other sports. That'll be um, basketball will be kicking in. Um, but, you know, we're golfers, so we'll be tuned in. And it's those events. You're, you're definitely going to be uh, you're gonna be flipping back and forth. And, and those will probably take a priority over a midseason football game. One, one quick note, the drive, chip, and putt kids and you know families that were go- supposed to go this year they will get to go next april uh, even they're not going to do the drive chip and put in november uh, they've rescheduled it for the 2021 master so uh, if the kids that did qualify because there won't be an event this year to fill that slot uh, they will they get, get to go, go next year they'll get to go next april so that's not like if you know think about that if your son or daughter made it and then they just canceled it i mean that would have been devastating so uh, it is good that if they did make it this year uh, they'll get a chance to go. Kevin, if uh, if you were covering the Masters this week, is it obvious to say the number one talk would be about Tiger Woods defending his title and maybe what his health would be, right? Well, yes. His health would be uh, the number one question, uh, certainly, uh, you know, for Tiger. He's, he was preparing uh, for the Masters. You know, and just on that note, you know, maybe this is the best thing that could happen to his back, right, not having to compete right now so soon to when he had issues at the Genesis Invitational where he finished dead last in his own tournament. Um, and he doesn't have to worry about the U.S. Open. Like, Tiger Woods does not have to play now until August when you think about it. I mean, he'll play, he'll play before then um, to, to ramp up for the PGA Championship. But, you know, Tiger Woods doesn't have to do any of that. He would be the number one story. Rory McIlroy, right? I mean, if there were – to complete the career Grand Slam, was anybody playing better golf? No. Rory McIlroy's number one in the world. He top fives every time he tees it up uh, in a tournament. Uh, I think all eyes have been on Tiger and on Rory McIlroy this week. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll put a wrap here on our Tee to Green podcast. Lots of news today, so uh, we wanted to get this out here uh, on this Monday night as we record it. Don't forget, uh, not only Tee to Green coming up on Saturday, uh, we'll have more thoughts on this and also Kevin's interview uh, with PGA Tour player Ryan Armour. I just want to mention, if you're listening right now and you're going to play golf for the next few days, follow the freaking suggestions and the rules. We don't need to see any photos on social media of a group of carts near each other, even if you're in a cart, uh, which should be single rider if you get in a cart. If you're walking you know what? Six feet, make it 12. Just double the damn distance. You can still hear each other. You know what? You don't have to putt everything out. Don't grab the damn flag stick. Pick it up. It's good. Move along here. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple stuff. And if you bring stuff to the golf course, bring it off with you when it comes to water bottles, you know, uh, garbage. Just, listen, it's not usual stuff. This is bonus time golf with our weather and we are, you know, golfers, you're getting the opportunity to go out and do something we love doing uh, in this unique time in our history. Don't ruin it for the other golfers. I agree. Well said. Follow the social distancing rules and all the guidelines uh, at your course. If you are going to choose to play, uh, don't ruin it for everybody. And uh, I think Kevin spelled that out clearly. Okay, Jeff, Kevin, thank you. I'm looking forward to our show on Saturday. And again, uh, don't forget, 
every Saturday, 7 to 8 on WGR. We'll be with you on Tee to Green, and uh, we'll have Kevin's interview with PGA Tour player Ryan Armour as well. Of course, Jeff will have his tip of the week. We'll have more thoughts on all this new schedule news and uh, all the other great stuff that we normally give you on Tee to Green. For PGA Pro Jeff Minas, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Tee to Green podcast.